show you just listened to a very short snippet of alchemist by yours truly and i don't know but i think that you're tapped into the trillist podcast in the universe today 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 we have a type of guest that i've been wanting to bring on for so long the way we met was just so random spontaneous (laughs) unplanned if unplanned was a scenario in a situation that was it Um, and you know, just someone whose story is just so moving, someone whose story is a story of, you know, risk, risk taking, you know, unexpected turns in life, you know, overcoming trials and overcoming blunders and breaking through limiting beliefs, all of that. And is here today with a story of, you know, how can we learn to move more and embrace what we put into our bodies? How can we, you know, as a black community, especially tap more into our health, you know, learn more about our bodies and learn to cherish the temples that is our bodies, you know, and treat ourselves respectfully in that manner. And, you know, the resume speaks for herself. You know, she's been doing her wonderful, you know, business m's and p's you know for multiple years and Mm -hmm. is in over 23 whole food stores and has been gracing the (laughs) vegan community gluten-free community just people who want delicious healthy snacks you know has been just putting in the work for a long time but you know without further ado you know let me you walk in here from her you know we have the one and only lisa marsh Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It is so nice being with you here and telling our story and really raising awareness, raising um, awareness to people that you can have delicious, nutritious, and healthy snack foods. You can take care of your body. You can move more and you can grace. You can grow and age gracefully because i don't mind telling people i'm 56 because they say all the time you can't be 56 you can't be 56 i am i was like who's mom 56 (laughs) (laughs) got four children four grandchildren wonderful husband wonderful life i did 27 years in federal law enforcement i like to say i was in prison for 27 years but i worked there so (laughs) you know who else was in prison for 27 years who who, who, who? Nelson Mandela. Yes. So me and Nelson Mandela, we, we there together. We did. I so respect You could him. be South African. I, I could be there. I could definitely do that. But yes, 
for me, I think the blessing of working in the federal prison is that it set me up and prepared me for this next chapter that I'm on now, which is growing Miss Peach Jeffrey and introducing it to the world, to people who want to eat cleaner, to people who want to eat better, for people who want to move more, and people who want to be around longer. Because my story comes from tragedy, but I am turning it into triumph. Mm, I absolutely love that. I absolutely love all of that. I'm just so jittery and happy <laughs> to just talk about what I'm all about, which is yes. health yes. and living life and breathing deeply and yes. just, you know, just being vibrant. And I love that. When did health and all of that become so important to you? Because you seem diehard and passionate. I am so diehard about health. And I think for me, it's it's been a part of who I am for a very long time. Um, but when I've experienced the, the issues within my own family, like my mother passed away at the age of 60, that's way too young to pass away. However, my dad passed away at 42. My sister, I lost my middle sister in 2018. She was 51. For me, you have to take care of yourself. You have to eat right. You have to know what you are putting in your body. Because otherwise, all these things are attacking us. Some of it's hereditary, but much of it is what we're putting in here. What we're putting in here and what we're doing with this. We're sitting on it. We're not moving it. And that's a problem. That is a problem. We need to eat better. And when I say that, people go, oh, but... Healthy food don't taste good. Our products are healthy. We got our original granola, mm -hmm. whole raw cashews, whole raw almonds, organic, organic gluten-free oats, chia, flax, all the good stuff that when you put in your body, it does your body well. And those are the things that we as people, and especially for my audience, women, because we stress out, we take care of the family, we're the caretakers, but we don't take care of ourselves. And we have to. Because you cannot take care of somebody else unless you can take care of yourself first. So I've got four grandchildren. And my two granddaughters spent the night at our house last night. But if I couldn't get adequate sleep, how would I then get up and take care of them and make sure they have breakfast and make sure they go to church and make sure they get what they need? You have to take care of yourself first. Then you can take care of everybody else and you can do it so splendidly and so wonderfully that they will always know that when they come to your house, you got them. And my grandbabies know, I got you. Period, Pooh. That's what my babies <laughs> say. <laughs> I love, I, got that. You. I love that. I love that. I love that. I absolutely love that. Oh man. That is absolutely refreshing and just yes. so restoring to hear, you know. I love seeing happy families, yes. you know, and just that does so much for the the new generation. Yes. You know, it it brings them something that a lot of us didn't have. Absolutely. You know, and what I want to talk to I like to talk about the character to kind of, you know, really build the story, yes. you know, cuz that's what stories is what moves people. And mm -hmm. what I'm hearing is, you know, you say a lot of you can't take care of yourself right. or others until you take care of yourself. You have to. You know, yeah, and you we were talking to. off the record, you know, you said you had a middle sister, oh, you yeah. know, and you being a little older, you know, 
people will come to you for advice. People, oh, yeah. You know, always, Lisa, 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 Lisa. You know, that's that's you taking care of other people, right? Yeah. So yep. it's like you have a strong foundation in that. But when did you find that, okay, I need to take care of myself? When did that kind of start raining in for you? I think for me, um, self-care started raining in as I got closer to retirement from the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Because when I worked downtown at the federal prison a lot of what I did was taking care of other people and I was stressed out there was a point in my career where I lost weight hair falling out um broke out from all this crazy because stress so for me once I really put it in my head that I was going to retire and I started Miss PSG Free two years before I actually retired from the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Wow. So I did both for two years. I would get up in the mornings at four, get ready to get up, um, I'm sorry, five, mm -hmm. get ready to take the seven o'clock train, come downtown MCC, work until 3.30, take the train back home, get there at five and work on Miss P's from five to 11 and rinse and repeat. So I was running myself rampant. And if I did not stop and say, if I'm going to do this, if I am going to create something from nothing, I had to take care of me. So I started researching supplements. I found me a naturopathic doctor. I talked to one of my good friends, Dr. Crystal Porter, who is all about hair growth. And she is the one who convinced me about, so what supplements are you taking? You are in your 50s. I'm like, oh, supplements? Mm. So now I take my vitamin D. I take my vitamin C with flavonoids. I take my spirulina. Yes. I take my black seed oil yes. caplets. I take care of me. And when I get up in the morning, I have my quiet time. I have my mm. meditation. I have my prayers. Then I go work out. Yes. I got to. I have to, if I am going to continue to work the way I have and grow Miss P's to the potential I see it having, I've got to be around. And so I'm having to come from behind because our family history and our family dynamics are just so horrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember my maternal grandmother because she passed away when I was so young. And then my mom, passed away did I have any grandkids no I didn't have any grand any grandchildren before my mom passed so my grandchildren never got to know her they know her now because I do a family calendar and I do pictures of everybody and I have her picture all over the place and Miss Pease is named in her honor so I keep her memory alive but they never got a chance to meet her I want I have an eight-year-old granddaughter and a four-year-old granddaughter, and I want to be around to see their children and let their children know who I am. So I've got to take care of me. I've got to build this business. I have got to, to put things in place so that it is a better world for my grandchildren and their children. <laughs> I got a snap for that. Ah, snap, snap. Bars after bars after bars. <laughs> You know, I love that. I love just the, you know, the self-awareness. Yes. That yes. my hair falling out. Yes. I'm tweaking at work. Tweaking. Stressing. Stressed. This not me. Mm -mm. This not Lisa. Mm -mm. Something's got to change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of people, 
with all of that, sometimes worse, yes. keep doing it. Keep on. Stay stuck. It's like we okay in our mess. Look, my mess got to do better if I'm going to do better. So I had to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love how you mentioned, you know, work, working out in the morning. You know, regimen. You better get that workout. Yes. You know, You better get up time. and get it done. And I'm just smiling. My soul yes. is smiling at that because yes. enough people don't talk about it. Yes. Enough people don't talk about, you know, all that. My question to you is, were you doing that while you were still at the prison? No, because when I worked at MCC and that's, that was my last duty station, I actually started with the Bureau of Prisons when I lived in um, Tucson, Arizona. I started mm-hmm. in Tucson, Arizona. I worked at five different institutions and I retired from MCC Chicago. And when I was there, I would just get up in the morning running all the time. You're getting up, you're jumping in the shower, trying to get to the train. You don't have time to focus on, okay, what do I need for the day? How, do I, how am I going to approach my day? Now, I have to be strategic and I get to be because I did what I needed to do. So now I get to do what I want to do. So now when I get up at 5 a.m., I get up with purpose. I get up with thank you, Lord, for another day. And then I get my quiet time. I get my meditation. And I didn't realize how much meditation really helps you stop and think and opens up all these cobwebs that we keep. Yes. Yes. And then I got to work this body because you only get one. And again, then I say I'm 56. Look. Don't look like it. Look, I'm trying I'm to keep receipt. doing that. I'm gonna need evidence. <laughs> I'm just, I would keep this, trying to this do that. This is midnight club. We, we need to see ID. <laughs> right. Let me see that. Let me Let see me that. ID. You know, so we got alcohol. We got the right. kombucha. Right. And I love that kombucha. And we were talking about the pink Cheers. lady. Yes, the apple pink lady kombucha yes. and the passion fruit. Love it. Mm. Health is wealth. Mm-hmm. Health is wealth. We also got green beans. Ooh. We got celery sticks. These are all carrots and apple slices. Ooh. Knock yourself out. Yes, let's do this. Mm. I love healthy eating. I usually dip my fruit in my uh, granola and eat it mm. like that. <laughs> May I? Mm, absolutely. Let me, let me give that a shot. Oh, you know what? I got some open already. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I will give you those. Thank. Thank. Gratitude. Oh, this looks familiar. Thank you. It does. <laughs> yes, it does. And you Okay, like this? Yes. Mm. Oh, try it like that. Yes, ma'am. I've never done this before. Let's see. Oh, you've got to try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get a nice chunk there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's what Miss Pease does. It just helps you feel good. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even go to church today. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, I went for you. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Listen, we all connected. We all connected. Mm-hmm. Well, I still go to church though, but yeah, <laughs> definitely know. go to church. Go to church. <laughs> Speaking of church, mm-hmm. what I want to talk about too, you hit you hit a chord there, mm-hmm. and you said meditation changed you. Yes, a lot of people. Um, I'll say my generation, but sometimes the older generation. Yeah. They sleep on, they, they, they kind of conflate church with meditation and all that is just, and, and my thing is, 
you can praise God mm-hmm. and meditate. Yes, you can. You can pray. Yes, you and can. meditate. Yes, you can. What if you? What if you? What do you think about that? About you know how we can get more into praying and meditation, and that it's not a this this or that mentality. Yes, and I wholeheartedly subscribe to that because I found that the more you do to fill yourself up and to help yourself move forward the better for you because listen to what the bible says now faith without works is what dead so if you're doing all this praying but you're not doing nothing else what are you really doing you gotta have the faith and you gotta put in the work so i have the faith thank you lord i know you on my side and i'm working I'm meditating. I'm working out. I'm working on Miss P's. And sometimes Miss P's, honey, <laughs> it's a work. I am in that office, um, door closed, on video calls, calling people, sending emails, making videos until sometimes 8 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night. I know I shouldn't be on there that late. And believe me, y'all, when we get to a point where I don't have to be, then I'm ready to move on from that. But right now, you do what you got to do. Simple as that. To get to the next level. And and for us, it, it's just been challenging. Just getting to that next level. But I know it's coming. Mm. I know it's what coming. What are some of the challenges? Some of the challenges right now is um, getting into more retail spaces. We're trying to do that. And um, how do I say that when you look like I look, not everybody is welcoming. Not everybody wants to see you on the shelf. Not everybody wants to see you succeed. Um, So you ask nicely, they say no. You ask again, they say no. And you just keep on doggone asking till you get what you need. So for me, I'm just saying, I'm just going to be a force to be reckoned with. I'm going all in on Miss P's. And if I got to come to your store six times a week until you understand that our products deserve some shelf time, then that's what I got to do. Simple as that. Whatever it is, we're going to make it happen. And once you get that mindset that this is your plan, I think the universe opens up and says, welcome. Come on in, girl. I'm just waiting on that welcome. I'm still waiting. Yes, yes. Still waiting. So. You know, but that that's the thing. The welcome is yeah. the motions, is the yeah. movement. And that's it what is. you're all about. Yes. You know, because every day you do that, every that's day. rewarding within it itself. It is. Because it's a testament. It's a confirmation that you're on the right path. That is true. As long as you feel motivated and you're yeah. doing what you deeply believe that you're doing at your core. Yes. Then you will find the energy. You know, a, a, my thing is, though, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They're down and out. Yes. A lot of people, you know, look like how we look. Oh, yeah. You know, especially, you know, and it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Not at all. You know, we know how it is. Not you got to work all. twice as hard, all that. We all heard that. We know that. Yes, you know that. Know and that. and I don't know what it is with pandemic or I was just talking to one of, you know, my supervisors at the, this job I work on Saturdays, mm-hmm. you know, t- teaching kids about STEM and all that. They he was saying how like. They're hiring, mm-hmm. you know, and they're raising the prices. They're paying more, but people just don't want to work. Mm. And I don't know if it's the pandemic. People kind of got used to being stagnant or whatever. But the case, the hearing your story, mm-hmm. you know, you know, someone, you know, even at your age, a lot of people, especially like 
if there's a graph, it's like yep. you have a lot of energy, you know, your 20s, 30s, you're yes. on top of the world. You know, you're someone, you know, I'm surprised you told me your age. <laughs> my mom won't even tell me. I tell, I tell all kind of people. They be like, you can't yes, be too Yes, yes I can. Because for me, it's not about age. It's about how you feel. And it's about what you're in pursuit of. I'm in pursuit of greatness. Not just for me, but for the people coming behind me. I want my granddaughters to say, if my grandma can do it, I can do it. Or people to say, if Lisa can do it, doggone it, I can do it. And you can. You just got to have that dream and you got to have that motivation and you just got to go for it. You just got to go for it. I mean, there are days, believe me, when things get the best of me and I'm over in the corner crying with my thumb in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so every day, peaches and cream. That I will say. But most days, I love what I'm doing. I love networking with people. I love talking to people. I love telling people my story, who I am. Growing up on the south side of Chicago with no money, we had more months than money every month. <laughs> every month. There would be days the six of us would be walking hard from school and our furniture outside because we didn't got evicted again. And I had my mama and my daddy. But see, mom never worked. She was a stay-at-home mom because there were six of us. How you gonna go to work? You can't afford daycare for six kids. And when we get out of school, we don't wanna eat. So, so she stayed home. My dad worked when he could. Um, and that wasn't always. So there was tough times growing up. There was really tough times. There was times when we lived in an abandoned building and there was no running water, and there was no heat. And you know in Chicago, when ain't no heat and it's the winter time, it's a problem. But we got through it. And for me, growing up like that, when I decided that I'm going to college, I am going to figure out a better way, I refuse to live like this, then I made my decisions. I, along with God, help forge my path i saw the struggles of my parents and i didn't want those i didn't want those for me i didn't want those for anybody else i was bringing into the world so i said i'm going to school and my going to school wasn't like when i took my daughter to school you know we drove her down we stayed the weekend we took her to walmart and got all her stuff i took my trunk of clothes threw them on the train and went to macomb illinois to western illinois university simple as that and there were times when I was at Western and I would come home to Chicago for the weekends or for the holidays and my folks be to move somewhere and I ain't know where they was moving luckily my older brother I have one brother older than me and he got married while I was in college and then I would be able to stay with them when I would come home for the holidays or for the weekends if mom and them had moved out of town or were gone here gone there so it was a lot of instability I didn't want that I made that decision early and a lot of people that I went to college with was like, you is the oldest teenager we have ever met. <laughs> oh, so you always look young. Always. Well, I've always had this, this spirit of I'm on something. I'm, I'm trying to do something. I'm not trying to just sit around and just chill. I'm trying to do something, I'm trying to get something done. So I think I've always been like that. Sometimes to my demise, but <laughs> it's always been who I am. But yeah, 
Yep, always been on something. Always wanted to do more, to understand more, to be more. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that. And the point I was trying to get across to you, like, you know, people have it hard. Yeah. People have it hard. Pe- oh, people yeah. have it. Some people have it worse than me. Some people mm-hmm. have it worse than, not to discredit any of that, worse oh, than yeah. you. Oh, yeah. All of that, you know. And, and my thing is, you know, how do, because a lot of people stay in that place. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. Because we get comfortable. Yeah. We get comfortable there. As bad as it is, mm-hmm. they stay in the place. And then, you know, and not to, not to, not to like, to, um, I'm, I'm speaking of my community, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. growing up in, you know, 62nd Street, uh, Vernon. Look. You know, that's. 43rd, Indiana. Exactly. 42nd, Michigan, yes. I was sheltered, but, you know, for the year or two I would be there, you know, I would see what, what would be happening on the block at the oh, corner yeah. store. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like, and it's like, they would complain like, oh, there's this Chinese person, you know, at the store and like he's taking over the neighborhood or like there's this Indian store owner and it's like, oh, they taken away from black businesses and stuff right. like that. And it's like, I understand that. But my thing is like, do you know that person's story? Like this yeah. person probably crossed a boat to exactly. get here. You know, exactly. he had a dream. Like, you don't know what he left behind. Yeah. Probably a lot of times, a lot of these people, you know, I connected with them in college, mm. you know, parents, the first generation, abject poverty. You know, they didn't have slippers on their feet. Yes. And they came here, you know, and they're doing something. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're in your community, but it's like, instead of complaining, what are how you about doing? you talk to them? How about what are you doing? How about what are you doing? Yes, yes they're in your community, but yes. what are you doing in your community? To make it better. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I can't get in everyone's head and yes. point a finger at everybody, but my thing is like, every finger you point, there's three fingers pointed back oh, at you. Absolutely. So it's, it's easy to stay stuck and stay comfortable and continue to blame others. Yep. Blame this. Blame yep. this person in your community. Blame this yep. or whatever. He don't look like us, so he got it better than us or so and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, none of that matters. None of it. None of it matters. None Do you want to stay stuck? Yes or no? Exactly. If the answer is yes, keep complaining. Keep mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. If the answer is no, it's Sunday. I'm not going to curse. Right. Shut the front door. Exactly. And get to work. Do what you got to do. You know, do what, what you got to do. As someone who's who's been, you know, at the lowest of the lows and, you know, grown up, struggle, yeah. you know. Struck. <laughs> that's probably an yes, understatement. Lord. You know, what what advice could you have? And I, I especially want to say young men because I see a lot of full, able-bodied young men oh, not yeah. doing nothing. Not doing Not anything. doing, ain't doing. But complaining. Sugar, honey, iced tea, but complaining. complaining. Got all the time for popcorn and gossip. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, yes. so it's like, what advice do you have to kind of motivate them or, you know, how they could go about, you know, being more proactive in their lives? What I can say to, you know, you say young men, and I say young men and young women mm. is that, You have to have a dream for yourself. And then you need to figure out how to pursue that dream. You can't worry about what Joe Blow is doing, what he doing over there, what they doing back there. None of that matters. What you have to do is decide in your head right here what's next. And then start taking those steps to get to that dream. Start taking those that movement to get there because nothing's going to happen overnight. I mean, going from where I grew up to even where I am now, nobody would have thought that because we had relatives growing up on the south side and we we lived on 40th and Drexel right next to Grant Memorial AME Church where my father was the custodian. And our relatives would say, man, them six kids ain't going to be about nothing. 
they parents ain't a good example they ain't got nothing they always hungry when you have a dream you have a destination it does not matter what anybody else thinks it does not matter what anybody else gives you everything that you need is on the inside on the inside of you and once you determine that once you decide I'm not letting none of this stop me. You can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Because I was the oldest of the six of us, which means a lot of them looked up to me, yes. But I took a lot of the brunt of taking care of the younger kids, always having my mother and father down on us and telling us to do this and telling us to do that and Honey, we used to get family beatings. It wasn't no, it wasn't no who did this. It was everybody. Line up. <laughs> so, but to overcome that, to overcome that lack of confidence, that lack of having anything really, to wanting something more. I am the first in my family to get a four-year college degree. The first. And there's six of us. I am the first to work 27 years in federal law enforcement, retire, and open her own business. Not easy. Not an easy feat. But I'm not special. Anybody that puts their mind to it can do it. It starts up here. If you can dream it, think it, believe it, you can do it. I know you can. I'm a product of that. There is no way that when I was growing up on the south side of Chicago that I could have even seen graduating from college or seen having a home or seen being able to buy a car in June of last year and have it paid off before June of this year. Wow. I don't play. If it's something that I want to do, I'm going after it with everything I got. And I am telling the young men and the young women that it is inside you. And if you want it, you have got to figure out how to get it and start taking those baby steps towards your destination. And I guarantee you that the universe will open up and welcome you and give you your heart's desires. But you got to start inside. You got to know what you want. You got to, even if you don't know what you want, know a little bit. What they say, have the faith of a mustard seed. Mm. If you can start there, you can do anything. I truly, truly believe that. And I will go to my grave believing that. I truly believe that it's all up here. Once you get rid of those limiting beliefs, I can't, I can't, I can't. Or they suppressing me or the white man won't let me. That's a big one. Stop it. Stop it. Because is the white man telling you to stand in the corner and sell weed? No. You doing that on your own. And who are you selling it to? Your own folks. So really? Come on. I want to hear it. Because I could have been there. I could have been in the federal prison instead of working for the federal mm -hmm. prison. Because that's where I came from. So when the guys would come down to education talking about, you don't know my story. you don't know. Dude, I don't have to know your story. I know my story. I know my story, and I could have easily said, I don't want nothing. I don't want none of that. I'm cool where I am, been comfortable, been laid back, and still be on the same corners doing the same stuff all these years later. You've got to want something different, and you've got to go after it. I truly believe that. 
I got a sip to that. <laughs> that's, sip, sip. that's deep. Mm. I love this. I love this. Um, no, I just, I love how you mentioned it's not about flexing my, oh, I've accomplished this. You know, I have my own business, mm-hmm. so and so, and then I did it. You did it. It's, it's because I did it. Mm-hmm. You can do it, and because what I I've gone through, and it. because I know what you've gone through. Yeah. Right. And if you think you cannot do it, maybe, you- maybe you can't do it. But it's the thought. It's the thought. It's the thought. Because whatever you think about you, you're right. Whatever you think about you, you are correct. So if you think you can't. You're correct. But if you think you can, go after it with everything you got and you will. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about, though, that is beautiful. And, you know, young men, young women yes. need to hear that, you know. Yes. I, in my personal journey, went to college, pre-college, by the books. Mm-hmm. You know, parents did with everything in their power, shelter me, you know. Let's give them books. Let's feed them knowledge. Mm-hmm. Let's feed them, you know, God, so-and-so. Send them off to college. He'll be good. No. Went to college. Got lost in the sauce. Mm. I was an example of, you know, super strict kid. Mm-hmm. Now he on the other. Ooh. Barely graduated. Barely graduated. Teeter-totter, teeter-totter. 2.4 GPA gang. Love. But we made it. Um, Anywho, barely, you know, so. But you graduated. But I graduated. That's what matters. I done did everything. I'm, I'm, I'm candid, you know, I did the drugs, mm-hmm. I partied, I, you know, I was acting a fool. I was out here. Yeah. I, I'm just coming clean, you know, and this is, if you watch my channel, you know, I'm, I don't hold any of this back. Right. I say this to say, I understand, you know, it's not all like straight edge. Sometimes, yeah. you know, you hang around the wrong group of friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get caught up in toxic relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I love how off the record you mentioned one of the big reasons you do all this you know, is to end the cycle of abuse and addiction, yes, yes. you know, and, and with some of my darkest moments and some of my darkest moments, one of the thoughts I would have is like, is this it, you know? And then like, I want more. I always wanted more, but it's something was holding me back. Like, yeah, but like, I'll never be able to do it. Or like that can never be me. It's all these limiting beliefs that you have. And it's like, you keep blaming to yourself. Like, well, it's like, well, my ex broke up with me. Mm-hmm. So that's a confirmation that I'm really not worth it. Or or this friend group where I did bad on that test or like I, I have ADHD. So if I don't smoke, then like, yeah. So it's like I kept making all these excuses for myself. Um, my question to you is how do you think people, you know, who you know are, are very comfortable mm-hmm. and who, who feel like they have a lot of odds stacked up against them? How do you think they can, too, you know, be able to find the confidence to go after what they're, they're hungry for? I think for me um – I hadn't always been who I am now, where I'm comfortable in my skin, you know, with the the uh, natural hair or with the natural nails or with whatever. Um, I've had to really learn this. And for me, what worked was listening to books on tape, mm-hmm. listening to motivation, reading the Bible, reading books about how to get from where I am to where I want to be. It's opening up my mind and knowing that there is a better way. 
And once you start flexing these muscles, taking these baby steps, it starts to feel good. You're like, wait, I can actually do this? What? Wait a minute. Let me try a little bit more. A little bit more. Let me get a little bit further. It starts to feel good. And then once you get that in your head, like, I can really do this, man, ain't no stopping you. Ain't no stopping you because it just takes one step and then another step and then another step. For me, it started off with listening to people like Les Brown. And when I got the chance to meet him, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then listening to people like Beth Moore and mm -hmm. Priscilla Shire and understanding that I, I am in charge of my life. I get to make these decisions. Yes, God is the overall arching, you know, force, but he gives us free will. And with that, we have to decide what we want to do with ourselves. And once you make the decision, go for it. Baby steps, a little bit at a time. Nothing happens overnight, at least not for me. Some of y'all are a little bit blessed. Apparently. But for me, it is not overnight. It is working and striving and moving and understanding and continuing to read and continuing to educate myself and continuing to get better. I have always said I want to be better every day than I was the day before. Every day I want to learn something new. Every day I want to figure out a better way to do something I was doing not so good. So I just keep moving forward. I just keep, I get knocked down. You know what? I'm coming back. <laughs> like I say, some days I'm over in the corner crying. The next day I'm moving forward. I'm going to a networking event. I'm going to a Zoom class. I'm going to whatever it takes to continue to grow, to continue to move and continue to prosper. I just keep doing it. And I think the more you do it, the more it becomes second nature, the more, the easier it becomes. It's not so foreign for me now to know that if I need to build some confidence to get in front of somebody or to go pitch my product or to do this, I'm prepping. I know I need to prep. So I'm listening. I'm moving. I'm listening to Mary J because I love her. But <laughs> getting my motivation any way I can to take those next steps. And I say for anybody out there who really, really wants something, you got a dream, take, find out those baby steps that it's going to take. Yeah, it gets mundane. It gets hard. It's not easy. And believe me, we have not made it by any stretch of the imagination. But we are well on our way. When I look back, to six years ago when I started this business from an idea, a concept, a need to have delicious, nutritious, and healthy snack foods, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know about retail. I didn't know about um, return on investment. I didn't know about money management. Well, I'm still learning money management. But <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be fiscally responsible. But... Anything that comes my way that I need to learn from Miss PSG Free, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I may not figure it out the first time or the second time, but believe me, if I want it, I'm going to get it. Simple as that. I'm just going to keep going for it. I'm just going to keep going for it. And if nothing else, people will be like, are you here again? 
We tired of seeing you. I am here again. I'm here. With my proposition. Right. With again. My, again. With my granola. Again. again. Exactly. Uh, are you going to reject me again? Again. I will be back, be back here tomorrow. Again. <laughs> you go Whatever see me. Whatever it takes. You go see yes, me. Yes. Yes. And I think if we are living on purpose and we are purposefully going mm. after our dreams, they will come true. I really, really believe that. I really, really believe that. So, Thank you so much for that. That was so uplifting and just pure, raw energy, you know, to just push, push us out of, you know, these negative frameworks. Oh, yeah. And, and what, before we, because I do want to talk more about the business, you know, because that's mm-hmm. really important. Before we go into that, though, I do want to go a little back on a time machine. You know, you know, you said college was just... I'm going to just focus on getting myself out of this, out of this, you know, state of poverty, out of this, you know, I I just, I saw this and I want the opposite of it. Yes. For me, my kids, my family, you know, so off the record, you know, you said criminal justice. Oh yeah. You know, criminal justice. And then off the record, you said after that, it was kind of, so after college, what was next for you? Because a lot of people are kind of like, they go to college. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I'm noticing with this generation. Even me, it's like, okay. All this accolades, graduation, Mm -hmm. four years of hard work, you know, studying, exams, grades. Now it's like now I'm in the real world. Oh, yeah. So a lot of people are kind of in this. These young men and women are in this existential like at 22. Like, what do I do in my life? What's next? Getting depressed and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, what was kind of next after you after college? Kind of the next step into adulthood. I will say for me, I went through a lot of the same things. But instead of allowing myself to hang around Chicago, get depressed after college because I couldn't find a job I wanted that wanted to pay me the money I wanted to see, I went to the military. I went to the military. I joined the National Guard. I joined because they were going to help pay back my college loans, but I had a slick recruiter. Y'all look out for them recruiters out there. But uh, <laughs> Slick in a good way or bad way? A slick in a real bad way because... Aww. I guess the recruiters many times, um, and I don't want to give all recruiters a bad name, but the one I had had me sign away um, my student loan repayment because he got a bigger bonus. And so when I finally did read the paperwork and try to understand what I had signed for, they were like, oh, no, you said you didn't need that. I was like, what? That's why I did this. That's okay. That's okay. So I went to the National Guard. I actually went to boot camp at Fort Jackson, and that's where I met my first husband. And uh, (laughs) that's a funny story because he asked me to marry him four times. I think the first three times I was like, dude, go head on. (laughs) I still should have said that, obviously. But (laughs) (laughs) he was very persistent. He won me down. But, um, But I really really wanted to pursue something good and when I graduated couldn't find what I wanted I went to the military I met him then it's like things started to open up because while I was on Fort Huachuca Arizona Mm. um, one of the people I met worked for the Federal Bureau of Prisons I hadn't even heard of the Federal Bureau of Prisons. And I was like, who works in a prison? Who does that? But when he started telling me about the benefits and the mm. retirement, and you know, when you're young, you don't think about retirement. But believe me, y'all, get a job with some retirement benefits. Um, 
And so I went on the interview. And at the time, my student loans were due. I wasn't paying them because I ain't had no money. Um, life was rough. But I went on the interview. They took a chance on me. They hired me. Um, and then I got called into the warden's office that said, we got a letter from the student loan people. You ain't paying your student loan. You better stop playing. We're going to give you some overtime. You need to pay that. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, sure. That's the last time somebody told me to pay my bills. I pay them now religiously, even if I don't have nothing left over at the beginning of the month. Mm. I'm paying my bills because if they pay less stress on me every 30 days. That's what I keep telling my daughters. Y'all know they come every 30 days, right? <laughs> and if you pay them, then you don't have to pay late fees and administrative fees and all this other stuff. <sighs> I love you, my daughters. They're work in progress. <laughs> oh, we are. Yes, we all are. You are right. You are right. But it just takes baby steps. And to get to where you want in life, you got you to gotta get started. You can't be afraid of it. You cannot sit in a corner all day, every day, talking about, woe is me. Don't nobody want to give me a chance. You got to take a chance on yourself. You have got to put yourself out there. And you've just got to keep moving again whatever you believe about yourself you're right so if you believe you've got greatness within you you're right if you believe that you will never make it and you don't even try you're right so decide what right do you want to be I want to take a chance on me and that's what I do I'm betting on me all the time <laughs> I love that that is wonderful. I love, I love, first of all, I love the theme, how you keep saying, you know, it's all about mental. Oh, you yeah. Know, it's all about betting on yourself. Yes. It's all about you are what you say you are. And I yes. love how, you know, this is more than, it exceeds the expectations, you know, because I was coming in thinking we're just going to talk about <laughs> granola and stuff, but now we're getting a Not whole... a granola good, though, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going you know, we to we dedicate you know, 10 right, minutes right, right. more to that, you know, but I love how you're reinforcing because yeah. my listeners need to need that motivation. Yeah. They need to hear this. Yeah. And and what I'm hearing from you is just a story of just bullheaded, yes. you know, just nonstop. Stubborn as risks. H-E double hockey sticks. Yes. You know, just taking risks, just... And... and when you first entered here, I said dopamine detox. He was like, what uh -huh. is that? Uh -huh. And it was like a concept I was explaining to you. But what I'm looking at, your whole life has been a dopamine detox almost. <laughs> because especially your childhood, that oh, was a dopamine detox. Yes, Lord. Because just, just didn't have a lot of luxuries. You know, so that that's pretty much the concept. Yeah. And, and, and you kind of have that naturally, just that resilience, which is I'm trying to get more to, oh, you yeah. know. I didn't have the easiest life, but I didn't have the hardest life. So mm. I had a lot of comfort in my life. So now I'm trying to get more where you're at, where it's just I can have that bullheaded. And I, I'm, I'm a lot better than I used to be. Oh, yeah. And, and, but what I love the story that you told now after college is that just taking risks. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I'm not a woman, so I can't understand, especially at that time, you know, choosing to join the military. That's a big question mark. Huge. You know? Being a, a woman of color, you know, mm -hmm. that's a big question mark going into that field. Even the prison system, all these leaps of faith. Oh, yeah. You know, and and my thing is, and this might be a little off topic, but there's a lot of things happening in mm -hmm. the military right now 
and there there was actually on social media i don't know the woman's name but just a lot of like mistreatment and stuff oh, like yeah. that was happening in the military mm-hmm. and she was like on social media like calling out and say if something happens to me you know what happens and even yeah. you talking about how like the recruiter being slick oh there's yes. like a lot of like sneaky stuff and, and then my thing is just you know just out of curiosity for you like what was it like kind of being a woman in the military was there like anything that you know any of our female listeners on if they're interested in there even yeah. our young male listeners going into it they can kind of know what to expect based yeah. on your experience well for me um i didn't do full-time military i did the national guard because i had already had my degree when i signed up and i actually signed up to go to ocs and to get them to help pay for college which again never happened but <laughs> but the military for me um I think they really, really um, make you think. They make you think, is this what I really want for the rest of my life? Do I want somebody telling me to do push-ups or telling me, because they would, when I went to basic training, our drill sergeants, you think the streets is rough? Them drill sergeants did not play. They was in your face. Private, don't you eyeball me. Private, beat your face, private. I was like, Lord. Oh, that pay stuff is real. Yes. Huh. Real. Because they want to weed out those people who really can't take it. They want to weed out those people who aren't strong enough to know this is a little game. They want to weed out those people who don't have enough confidence to say, whatever. I'm just going to do what I need to do. You could scream, oh, you want to. <laughs> I'm just going to do what I need to do. So you've got to, once you decide what you want to do, you have got to tell yourself that no matter what, no matter when, I get this. Let them scream all they want to scream. <laughs> Let them do everything they want to do. I did so many push-ups in the military. I was push-up queen. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> enough. But. I will say that the military teaches you leadership skills. They teaches you critical thinking. Mm. They teach you planning. And so I'm very, very thankful for the military. I'm very, very thankful to have worked 27 years for the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Mm. And when I tell you that job was not easy, black, female, south side of Chicago, working in all male institutions, Looking all 12 years old, when I first started, offenders was like, how old are you? I was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) What difference do that make? (laughs) Because when I tell you to do something and I'm over here, you over there, this is how we going to do this. And I would have to tell them all the time, new sheriff in town, this is how we going to do this, okay? And so... (laughs) You gotta, you have got to know what you want and you gotta go after it. And for me, going to work for the Federal Bureau of Prisons, even though I will say when I first started, it was very challenging because you think about all the things you see on TV, they kill people, they this, they that. In prison, there are a lot of people who look like us and a lot of people who have made bad mistakes. So for me, my whole thing was, I'm not here to punish you. Your punishment is being here. I'm not here to inflict more punishment upon you, but I am here to ensure that you stay within these confines, that you do what you need to do while you're here. So if you don't learn nothing else, 
when you're in my presence, you go know what's right and what's wrong. And I expect you to do what's right. Simple as that. It wasn't always working like that, but <laughs> but I was I was pretty tough when I was a correctional officer. I was pretty because I looked twelve. I had to be. Otherwise, they'd have been running over me. They'd be like, "Girl, go ahead on. <laughs> we don't know anything on your side, dude. Don't play with me." I am from the south side of Chicago. I do not play that, <laughs> but I had to be. So. And then it's almost unbelievable hearing that because mm -hmm. seeing you at Whole Foods, seeing you today, you're such an animated, bubbly, I am. smiling all the time. Yes. And it's like, but you can navigate that kind of dark space too. Absolutely. And I think we all have that, but you have to know when to turn that switch on. I told, I would tell the offenders in a minute, don't. Let the smile fool you. I can go from zero to B-I-T-C-H faster than you can blink. And they was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm not playing with you. You just did it now. You said, <laughs> yes. no, right. I'm not playing with you. Yeah, but you got to have that ability and you got to know you have that ability. And I know I have that. I can, honey, please go down there and talk to my husband. He'd be like, oh, here she go again. <laughs> She turned it on. Yes, he's like, please. <laughs> so, mm. my but. thing is, how how do you think that's kind of translated and helped you in like starting your own business? Because I feel like a lot of people they get pushed over. Oh, a lot of yeah. people get you know overlooked or like, oh, this person's a pushover or this person I can't take them serious. Yeah, but I feel like with that background, you know, that'd be interesting to know how has that helped you? Yeah, it has helped me because. I have built up this resilience. I have built up this confidence of, if you tell me no, I'm going to take it like, not right now. Because <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I will be back. Simple as that. I fall down, I get back up. I get pushed down, I'm getting back up. You have to, again, know what you want. And you cannot allow anybody to tell you who you are. You have to know that. And I know who I am. I know what I can do. And every day I'm learning more and more of how I can do it better. And that's what it's about. What can I do better today than I did yesterday? Every day learning more and more to do it better and better until I get it to where I need it to be. Simple as that. Because coming from my background, honey... Hmm. And there are a lot of people in the retail industry that don't want to see people like us equal. They don't want to see us thrive. They don't want to see us make it. I don't know if it's something about feeling threatened or what it is, but there are just some mean-spirited people in the world. And they don't want nobody to get what they got as if it's going to take away from them. We could all eat. All. It's only crowded oh at the bottom. It's plenty of space at the top. I'm trying to get to the top. Plenty of space. And for me, I have girlfriends who are entrepreneurs who are doing much better than me. And I'm not in competition with you, girl. I want you to thrive. I want you to do it. I just told my friend Tiffany, she was just on this supermarket wars on Food Network. I'm like, go, girl, go, yes. girl. You have to because... I can only run the race of Lisa. Yeah. 
I can't run the race for anybody else, but I can cheer on everybody else. And that's what I do. I'm supporting you. I'm cheering you until I see that you ain't in my corner. Then I'm going to kind of ease off you. But when I meet entrepreneurs, when I meet people who are trying to do the darn thing, I am so like, yes, let's do this because there is plenty for everybody. There is plenty for everybody. It's, again, crowded at the bottom, plenty space at the top. <laughs> Let's all get to the top. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's that's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And even, like, you know, what I'm looking at is you you keep saying, you know, getting better every day. Every day. You know, and it's every like, day. you know, I love how you've evolved to the point where it's like you're so confident in yourself. Yeah. You don't need that validation from others. Mm-hmm. You don't need that, okay, because some people base their whole everything, sugar, honey, iced tea. Waiting on somebody of, else. Off of whole, whole Foods and like my product. So I'm not worth it. Or they base their whole thing about um, so-and-so didn't, I had my booth set up at Whole Foods and people just walk by. So I'm not going to do it. Shut Ooh. the whole business down. Uh-uh. And it's like. Don't do that. If you believe in you. Yeah. If this is really about you. Yeah. Then who cares about. Who cares because, what they're doing. Because if, yep. it's, if it's for you. And it's by you, and you have that control yes. over yourself. Yes. Then it doesn't matter today. It doesn't matter tomorrow. Yep. You will get to a point yep. where it's gonna be that creation that you visualized yes. yourself being in yes. the present. It will get to that point. It will and get if it there. doesn't, because mm-hmm. that is internal, no one can take it away from you. That's and right. until you hit the grave, yes. until the tombstone is what you see, yes. that's, gonna, that's gonna be what's gonna bring you joy yes. and keep you motivated to go about everyday home. Every day. And I love how every you're just day. so unselfish about it. And yep. we can all eat and it's we not a competition. It's a competition it's with yourself. Yeah. You know? Because I can't run your race. I can only do me. Exactly. I, I'm an expert in me and every day I'm trying to learn me even more. I can only be your cheering squad. I will be there to cheer you on, to help you out, to do whatever it takes. But if you feel like you don't need nobody else or you're not going for nobody, okay, fine. I'm just going to cool out, let you do you. But I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me. I love supporting other entrepreneurs. I buy from other entrepreneurs. At this point, I'm looking for, okay, who's selling, uh, who's the black entrepreneurs selling tennis shoes? Who's the ones selling leggings? Who's the black ones that's... Yeah, I'll pay a little more. Exactly. Because if, if you don't support your folks, who, who will? Who will? Because I go through that all the time where you're right. I'm in the stores and I'm demoing. I still go in the stores and do demos and pass out samples. And people are like, oh, no, thank you. Okay, that's fine. Have a great day. No skin off my back because everybody ain't my customer. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Because there's going to come one. Come on down. Oh, this is so good. Where I get this? Here you go, girl. Here you go, dude. Take that. That's me. That's me. I said, Yes, you did. I said, because if we get Yeah, I had to hit her with it, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I got trust issues. Yes. No, but like, it was vegan. We was chatting it up. Yes. But it's like, you just got to have the blinders on, the tunnel vision, and you just can't. 
got to disregard what's not yes. for you. Yes. And it may be nicely packaged. Yes. Sometimes it's in a nice package. It's wrapped yes, up. It, it might be idealized. Like in your brain, this will be the kind of person who'll be perfect for so-and-so. Yep. But that's not the universe. And it's not that. And it's not that package for you. Right. So you got to keep on mo- gotta pushing. keep moving. What I want to yep. talk about, you know, just two more things before we really go into you know, just any promotions you want to say or anything you got coming up is okay. you mentioned about learning. Yes. You know, a lot about learning and, you know, pandemic was a big learning experience for a lot of us. Oh my God. You know, yes. What, what was something that you learned about yourself or, or just learned in general, you know, coming off of retirement, Yeah. you know, you know, that, that could help uplift and, or just spread awareness to the yeah. listeners. What I have learned during the pandemic is that Giving up is something that starts in your brain. For me, we went from making almost $2,000 a month to making $200 per month to try to run a business on. I was on my knees praying, say, okay, God, you gave me this vision. You planted all these things within me. What now? What now? It wasn't, oh, I got to I gotta shut this down. I'm not doing this. I'm, it's okay, Lord. I hear you. I see that the world is shut down. What now? What does Miss P's do now? And when I, when I put those words into the universe, when I tell you that I started getting emails from people, I started um, – networking with people that I had gone to courses with and accelerated classes with and this and that. And then I got an order for $5,000. Then I got a call from Whole Foods that say, we're going to put you on display and then we're going to give you eight more stores. And I got, we have to believe that the vision that's placed in us is placed there for a purpose. And when things ain't exactly going your way, You got to give it to him. You got to say, Lord, you brought me this far. Now what? Now where you want me to go? Now what you want me to do? And when I say he opened up, because I didn't see how we were going to do it. I didn't know how we were going to get through this pandemic. I did not. And he was like, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. And I firmly believe that that's going to happen now. We are now going from the level we're at now to becoming fiscally solvent in this business because we're not there yet. But my prayer to him is show me the way. Show me how to get there. So I just took a financial business class Mm -hmm. and I am looking at every cent that goes into this business so I can figure this out. Not to interrupt, but I just Mm kind of want to continue on that. And I, I kind of feel like a hypocrite. Uh-oh. Because I, I did drop an episode just talking about how, like, you don't need all these certificates and all these credentials. Right. But I, I don't want people to take it the wrong way. Right. Because I was saying that, like, a lot of people use that as an excuse that, oh, I didn't go to school, so I'll never be uh, be good at um, no. audio production. No, So I was saying it more in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. don't wait for a degree to start doing your passion. Right. But at the same time, you know, you talk about, you know, coming off of retirement. Yeah. It's like, there's so much I need to know. You so know, much I you didn't s- know. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, could you speak man. on just the importance of, and, and we talked off the record of not, not working so much in your business, but working on your yes. business. You know, that second quadrant, long distance planning yes. courses and all. Could you yes. speak on your journey on that and yeah. kind of 
the value you kind of placed in that. Yeah. When I first started Miss PG Free, it was just me. All by myself, just pushing and working and grinding. Like I said, I did it for two years while I was still working for the Bureau of Prisons. And it was all me. And I kept reading books and I kept hearing stuff. Mm. And it says that if you want to go far, you need to go with others. You can't get there by yourself. There is no way you can create something and then push, push, push. You burn yourself out. And that's what I was doing. So I had to open up and let others help. Because at one point, it was just me. I was like, I, got, I can do this. I'm burnt out. So letting others help you is one. Not being so proud that you don't ask for help. Mm. Because you have not. Because you ask not. Yes. You've got to ask for help. And then you've got to open up and allow people to help you. Because sometimes we self-sabotage. Like, we don't need that. We don't need them. We don't. They're not going to yes, do you, it exactly the it, way like I, I do. want to do it. As long as it get done nowadays, I'd be like, huh, as long as you do it <laughs> and I ain't got to do it, I could go do something else. Yes, because now I am critically thinking about the business. I'm strategically thinking about the business. I have got it down to the numbers to where we need to go, how much we need to make, what orders we need to get to get us from where we are to where we want to be. And we have got to do that. But if I'm study in the kitchen, baking, if I'm study cutting, if I'm study packaging, if I can't concentrate on the business. So now for us, I took advantage of the pandemic wholeheartedly. We got our WeBank, Women's Enterprise National Council certification. We got our national minority supplier development certification we renewed our disadvantaged business enterprise certification our women business (laughs) enterprise Mm. certification and now we're going for our gluten-free certification because i have to work on the business i have i did an interview with a lady who owns um a, a big chip company and she says get those certifications while you're small while you're small, because then it's easier to maneuver that. It's a lot of paperwork. But imagine if you're a huge company trying to get those certifications and you got to pull more and more. Get them while you're small. So as you grow, they grow. And you've already got it and you can keep on moving. Working on it strategically. What do we need to make it from here to there? How does Miss P's do? We just recently got into the first black owned autonomous grocery store in the u.s it's in fayetteville georgia it's called nourish and bloom and it's it's a lot like the fresh markets um amazon fresh where everything is um by your phone you have to log in to go into the store anything you buy it goes by computer is weighted and it goes into your cart and knows what it is I love their store. It is absolutely phenomenal. And to know that it is black owned, I was in seven heaven. I was like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) I'm here. And the owners are so down to earth, just like me, entrepreneurs, just trying to get it done. Just trying to get get it it done. done. Yes. Getting it done. Yes. Throwing trying our way away. Yes. Uh, exactly. Getting it Throwing done. Throwing trying away. Getting, getting it, it done. done. They getting, getting it done. Getting it, getting it done. 
know? Maybe they stumble yeah. a little bit. Maybe they fall. And to, we all maybe they do. completely effed up. Yeah. But they getting it done. They getting regardless. it done. They getting it done. And their food is good. They got a deli Most in there. Yes. <laughs> deli in there. Food good in a prominent space. I was loving it. Georgia loving it. Georgia, you know, Georgia is, is. Oh, yeah. Big things. Oh, big yeah. Things I got a good friend. Um, we work together at the MCC. She getting ready to transition and move to Georgia. She like, I'm out of here, girl. I'm like, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, you know, it's not follow the money. It's follow your heart. Follow your heart. You know, and follow. And don't be afraid. I mean, be careful, but don't be so careful that you miss the blessing. Follow your heart. Yes. I love that. I love, I get that from you. <laughs> and and I, I do want to, I do want to, I know I said that's the, one of the last questions, but I, I want to make sure the audience gets a piece of this before you go is, before I talk about this though, just yesterday coming back from work, mm-hmm. um, there was this, this person, this gentleman, you know, playing guitar. Mm-hmm. He seemed to be homeless, you know, and we had this deep conversation, you know, First, it started with guitar. First, it's, and it kind of got conspiracy-ish. <laughs> but I just entertain. I talk with everybody, you uh-huh. know, because this is the muscle. Just talking to people and all yeah. that, you know, that, that's what I do. So I just talk mm-hmm. to everybody I can and just try to acknowledge as many people as I can and spread joy and smiles. Uh-huh. And that's just me. And I just loved his energy. And what the takeaway, though, we sat down for like 30 minutes. The takeaway was that, you know, he was in his, you know, elder gentleman, maybe 70s, maybe, or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, okay. He's, he'd been around and he told me, he said, you know, one of the biggest things he learned is like, you know, when you're 30, when you're 20, you feel like you're on top of the world. Mm-hmm. But he says that your time is limited. Oh, all of us. And and that that resonated with me. I was like, wow, he's saying this. He's saying mm-hmm. how he felt like he was on top of the world. He's telling me about all his experiences, how he used to mm-hmm. play with bands and had an amazing life. But it's like, you know, he's here now and it's like he didn't he wish he used his time more valuably or wisely. more more resourcefully and yeah. wisely. wisely. And, and I kind of wanted to ask you that, you know, I just want to paint a picture because I feel like a lot of times the listeners are like, oh, this sounds nice, mm-hmm. but they don't all, all, always have like the, okay, step by step. I just kind of want to hear like how many hours I want oh. them to know, like they think it's all fun. I, like how many hours do you put into your business a day? Cause I kind of want to hammer that point down. Okay. For me, most typical days looks like being up at 5 a.m., getting my meditation done, getting my prayers done, getting my workout done, showering and being in front of my computer from 8 in the morning till 8 at night. Or if I'm out and about going to events, going to networking and networking is back in a Wow, it has really run back. I think we we miss each other. Um, So going to networking events, there are times when I don't get home or get in bed until 10, 1030, working a full day. And if I know something has to be done for the next day, I'm not going to bed until it gets done. And you have to, especially when your business is so young like ours is, you have to put in those hours to work on the business. I have luckily got people who are now helping me and they're working in the business while I work on the business. Yes, because I can't do it all by myself. So just like I'm picking up my brother today from the train because he's like sis if you need me just give me a call i'll come in i help uh dude i'm gonna need three days in the kitchen look 
I'm taking all the help I can get wherever I can get it so that it frees me up to continue to work on the business. I am the driving force of Miss PSG Free. I am the one who has to decide when we're doing demos, when we're doing networking events, when we're going into other stores, when we're finishing up these certifications. It's not always going to be that, but right now that is it. And so much of my time is committed to Miss PSG Free. Now I have told myself on Sundays, it's my Sabbath day, so I'm not gonna do Miss P's, only when I need to, but God knows my heart, right? <laughs> so for the most part, I try to take Sundays off, spend I'm some special. time. Yeah, yes, you I'm are special. special Cause I was like, dude, Sunday is my Sabbath. <laughs> like, but you know, I did get to spend some time last night with the grandbabies and then get them up this morning and take them to church. I love that. I love that. So for me, it's God, it's family, then Miss Peace. God, family, Miss Peace. But I put in a lot of work for Miss Peace. Some people think it's Miss Peace, then God. I'm like, no, God's first. <laughs> but I put in the hours because I have to. I have to. Once I get a really good team and now we're pulling together an advisory board and now we're putting together our financial piece of where we're asking for help. And when we can get team members lined up where mm. it can be a weld oil machine, then I can chill. But right now, that's there's no chill. No chill. There's no chill. No. None. And that's okay. Yeah, it's okay because I know that I am doing something that is going to help my family to come from where we were, to come from poverty to come from abuse to come from um the drugs and the, the craziness of growing up on the south side of chicago and that we can we can leave all that behind and we can strive for a better future i want my granddaughters to know that there is nothing in this world that they cannot achieve nothing nothing so <laughs> it's just so beautiful just so much so much to reflect on and just gems to to yeah. just bathe in and just you yeah. know integrate into integrate. my life yes you know, those yes, are the yes. words those are the words i feel like that's a great conclusion to this okay and, wonderful and um yeah i just i appreciate your time thank you i appreciate your openness you. your vulnerability you. and most importantly you know, your real you. Yeah. And your authenticity and just, mm -hmm. you know, speaking your mind. I gotta be me. Everybody else is taken. <laughs> literally. 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 And um, yeah, like you said, I love that phrase. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no space at the bottom. It's crowded mm -hmm. at the bottom. Yeah, it's crowded. There's plenty of space at the top. You know, so let's uplift each other. Yes. Let's let's continue yes. to, you know, hold hands in solidarity and yes. with intention of thinking bigger than ourselves and Absolutely. also how we can bring service to others because not only is that the right thing to do that's how you grow oh yeah it is you know you get your blessings by being a blessing for somebody else i i believe that i yeah, do yeah and it's the more we live it the more we get confirmed yep confirmation of that every day of every our lives. day every day so we want to tell our listeners y'all yes. go to whole foods 
We got our original granola there, and we are about to explode on the shelf with our two new flavors. We got chocolate hazelnut pecan. We got harvest blend for those that can't do nuts. And then our original, which nice you guys Ooh. love. Oh, and it's brand new. Oh Target helped me design that Fancy. packaging. Fancy. Yes. I love to see it. I love it. So I've been very, very blessed. And Miss Peace will continue to thrive and continue to do what we need to do to keep growing, keep moving. Yes. Yeah. What are all the ways our wonderful listeners can contact Miss Peace? It is so easy to connect with us. We are on all kinds of social media platforms under MSPSG Free. And we've got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, LinkedIn. My LinkedIn page is really growing. So I like the LinkedIn because a lot of times it's about business, 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 business. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm starting to incorporate telling our story, letting people know who we are so that they can get to know, like, and trust us. And that we provide delicious, nutritious, and healthy snack foods to fuel you up. And keep you moving. And that's what it's all about. you got to keep moving. Don't let nothing stop you from pursuing your dreams. And Miss Peace can help you to do that. So stop by, y'all. Pick up some. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to get me some of this. And I'm yes. going to eat me some of this with some apples, you know. Yes. And I'm, I am going to, like, if I buy granola, yes. I will strictly get Miss Peace. Because See? I love, not, not. And like Kendra in addition spirits. to support my guests because mm-hmm. it's dope. Yes, it's so good. You know what I'm saying? Like so good. I was at Whole Foods holding up the line. They said, "Keep it moving, sir." I'm uh, listen, listen, Wait. listen. We got all the time in the world. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna enjoy this. Yeah. You know, and your daughter is wonderful, amazing. She energy, is. She might show. You know, mama. and I just love. <laughs> something else. I just love the network and I yeah. love the energy behind it and I love what you're building Thank and I, you. I wish you all the success and prosperity in the world and I, I see it I see it right now Yay. you know just the greatness <laughs> and you you know everything that you're manifesting coming into fruition yes as it already has and as it will continue to absolutely to the end of time amen amen you guys stay blessed Stay healthy. We will talk soon. I love that. I love that. We always end it with, um, as always, Mm -hmm. still got it. As always, stay Mm -hmm. hydrated. Mm -hmm. Stay breathing in that good ass oxygen. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. You are listening to Lonesome by yours truly. Frequency, Decreasing my density. You. you full of dark energy.
chill Vibe bitches, stay away from me God was made in my likeness, got rid of my vices Stop gambling, stop rolling dice This whole tribe got the drip, I guess that's the famous Dexonus Police wanna buck, we got that stamina, we dexterous Eating to live, yeah, I'm living to eat Catch me enjoying vegan recipes Fiend for chlorophyll, this nature of dreams Listen to universe mesmerizing to the poacher, uh, death to the culture, vulture, uh, new Nubian power of in the street kicking butt, that's a new culture, Georgia, uh, can't shake up with box like Corona, I'ma rinse, my regiment for the chosen ones is intense, enter my world, take off your shoes, breathing that frankincense, they say I'm overzealous and that my is irrelevant, uh, dressing everything but evident black suffering, killer pigs free, I guess justice is buffering. Was a big glitch. Speak your mind conspiracy, you on the hits list. You not reach you liability, you shit. Wake up with a mouthful of blueberries. Barefoot in the earth, Nigel Thornberry. I ain't got no only fans, but you could catch these only hands. In a playground, in a van, you get stumped out in these vans. Yeah, whole time I'm trying to elope with a bad newbie. Queen from Soweto. If you wake up ignorance, perhaps we can clear this tension. Now this conversation basics, it be gone fast.